lift this mic a little bit. <laughs> Did you pull something lifting that mic? <laughs> it hurts like literally picking anything up right now. Welcome to the Art of the Dive. Game Week 11 is in the bag. Game Week 12 is on the way. Jake recently pulled a muscle, and that's why we weren't able to pod until Tuesday. It's a pretty crazy thing. Jake, how are you, buddy? Good. That's not actually true, but okay. Okay. Jake, when has anything on this podcast ever been true? <laughs> Fair point. Fair yeah. point. But you did pull a muscle. <clears throat> that's true. That is true. That's not what kept me from potting. Uh, work yeah. tip, typical you know being adults but it's yeah. okay well it's just how it goes uh you know you had a pretty good game week so i'm sure you're all boned up to talk about it that's great but before we get started jamie dodd did write in and said what aperitif will jake be chowing down on tonight you know actually i decided not to because there was a lot of negative comments about the olive so i'm just gonna try to be a good pod co-host and starve myself while i do this yeah starve yourself to death that's what i'd appreciate <laughs> uh, would, you'd, you'd receive co-host of the year if you did that okay well i mean i always wanted to be co-host of the year <laughs> gotta get it any way you can jake uh, fpl virgin wrote in can we get jake's instant reaction to the fact that over fifty thousand pairs of ears heard him tinkling and loudly slurping his way through a jar of olives last week in high definition surround sound and with little to no table manners first off i think that fpl virgin's confused about how many people <laughs> listen to our podcast yeah. second off who's say. listening to our podcast in high def surround sound like how do you get off with your life you know if that's what you're listening to weird that's actually a great idea. I'm going to start, I mean, not for our podcast, but for like other podcasts, I'm going to start doing that. Why? What would be the point of that? I don't know. Just like audio stimulation. Stimulation indeed. Um, you know, I, I just, I didn't, I didn't mean to offend anyone. I was just really hungry. I've, as many of you know, America's soccer team has really been struggling. So I've been trying to train to, to make it to the USA soccer and join a uh, strike partnership with Christian Pulisic. So I've just been trying to get my calories in when I can. So olives, it was the training food of choice for you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Classic. I really don't hope you, hope that you don't make the team. Because you're worse than Jesse's artist. So. Well, I mean, worst case scenario, I fall back and just continue to be your pod co-host. <laughs> worst case indeed, yeah. Uh, Gautam wrote in, he said, had a great game week and more than half my rank to 440K. But it's the exception more than the norm. How do we maintain some sort of consistency? And we had some other write-ins as well patty so i've had two game weeks in a row and risen from 3.2 mil to 1.7 mil i don't have a question just want to say that after nine weeks of misery uh still no hits taken yet uh, fpl oakwell said i've wasted my wild card i hate my team i'll be taking a minus 12 this week just because i want players in who i like now pass me the olives let's answer that question like jake that. shut up jake uh <laughs> let's answer that question from Gautam. um how do we maintain some sort of consistency jake do you want to start with that or should i you can you can start with it. Okay, I will answer it this way. You don't. <laughs> I, I really don't think that that's not how this game works. It's not what this game's about. Um, it's about taking huge jumps when the stars align and then just not taking gigantic jumps the other way. So I, I really think that the majority majority of, of the time in this game uh you kind of like hover you know like maybe you green arrow a little bit here a little bit there then you red arrow back a little bit and then you make gigantic jumps when everything aligns so the transfers turn out correct the captain picks come out correct uh and of course the few differentials that you have on your team happen to be the players that score the points uh it's very rare that you get to have a really big game week in fact i don't know how many big ones do you think you had last week jake or i mean last not last week last year last like year. How, could yeah could you count on like would you know or not really i mean my guess would be three or four that yeah. might be even exaggerating it i, I yeah. remember i had it, like two game weeks where i was really close to 100 so at least two yeah i think um, and if you think a little bit about your game week rank you know like any time that you're 
you know, in the top, I don't know, three or four hundred K or lower for that game week rank, I would consider that a, a very big game week. Um, and, and normally you're going to make big jumps in in your overall as well during those. And so, you know, to, to say that you want consistency, it's just, it's not going to happen. The game is mostly sad. And then we play like two or three game weeks a year where we're really happy and enjoy it. The rest of the time, we just hate it. That's the reason we, we want FPL because we hate ourselves. Yeah. And I hate to agree with you, but I was going to say the same thing. It's not really up to us to decide how consistent we're going to be. Um, that's just the way the game goes because you can only make one transfer a week without taking hits. And as we often say, hits aren't usually the way to go. I do think one maybe like recommendation I have is just looking ahead when you're making your transfers and trying to make them for five to eight game weeks. Yeah. In advance, right? So, like, I've brought in two Leicester players within the past two game weeks, um, and it's worked out, you know, because they have good run of fixtures, and they're, you know, in my opinion, the third best team this year in the Premier League at this point in this in the oh, season. Big words from Jake there. No, it's just how I feel. I mean, they're they're all around. They're in third, you know, and they play well defensively and offensively. At XG aside, whatever. <laughs> Whatever, XJ is not even real. Well, it's real. It just, I think you have to take it into account with other things. Yeah. Uh, FPL bus team wrote in, why does it seem so many, in quotations, top FPL players are struggling this season? One thing I've noticed is a lot of them seem to declare bandwagons alive and dead too quickly. Talk about patience and not being stubborn, but then seem to do the opposite. Uh, that's kind of an interesting, that's an interesting question that... There has been a lot of that this year. The the top, you know, quote, top FPL players kind of in the FPL community who have been really struggling throughout the year. Um, do you have a reason, Jake, why you think that might be going on? We talked a little bit about it a few weeks ago. Um, I don't know. Like, who? what are the top players we're considering are struggling, I guess, is my question. Well, obviously me, you know, top 10 player oh. of all time, struggling a little bit this year. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I guess, I guess I see, I see where you're going with this question. I misinterpreted it. Um, Just like you, you know, do with everything in your stupid life. Lack of olives. That's the that's the struggle. So, you know, I I just think again the temp the original template failed, um, which last season it seemed to work very well. Um, so it, it takes a little bit of time to get back into the game. And then a lot of us used our wild card early and there was still a big swing after that. So that made the wild card, you know, my wild card wasn't really that useful. Um, so it just has been a strange season that way. Um, you know, that's, that's kind of like my best answer. It's not fantastic, but it just hasn't been a straightforward season. Yeah, we talked a little bit about that as well, like even a couple weeks ago, where some of the trends that we've seen in years past maybe weren't playing out the way that we thought that they would. Um, you know, obviously, you know, teams that have had spent a lot less money at the back have been really, really successful. Um, it's also there's been there's been a lot of players maybe that we didn't necessarily anticipate. I guess like kind of looking through the the player list. Um, I don't know. I, maybe we didn't expect the Chelsea players to perform at, at such a high level. You know, some people have been late getting on the Leicester players. Um, early in the season, Pookie, a lot of guys were on him, but a lot of people weren't, right? And then his ownership shot up and then his performance completely dipped. You know, and then kind of some traditional high-end performers, while still being quite good this year, uh, guys like Sterling and Salah have just kind of been slow to really to really return big hauls or or in chunks like they sometimes do. And so it's been a little bit difficult. You know, we've talked week in and week out about captain selection and how hard that's been. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I guess to me, those are kind of some of the contributing factors to why you know, maybe these players that have have a, have traditionally been very successful and, and do have a, a plan or a strategy that has shown to be, uh, be useful in years past, maybe are having a hard time. Yeah, I think that's a fair answer. Um, I mean, just looking at like defend defenders this year, there's so many guys. I mean, 
Lundy is leading the league by 14 points, and he right. started at what 4-0, and he plays for a pr- newly promoted side. Like, how many people really thought that was going to happen? You'd right, be lying locked- if anyone thought that. Yeah, we we kind of lucked into it, right? Because yeah. oh, look, it's a 4.0 defender. It looks like he might be kind of playing out of position. Nobody ever expected him to be a player that they'd be relying on to have a decent game week. For me, he was the first guy off my bench this week. And when Mendy didn't play, all I kept thinking was, please don't let him come on the pitch. Please don't let him come on the pitch. I mean, if I didn't get the points from him, I would have had a stinker of a game week. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's just kind of the way it's been. Like you said, you know, the Norwich guys, it's it's all around. All around, it's been just a very interesting year. It's also very even. A lot of players for a lot of different sides all have similar points. So, and that's the other thing that you mentioned is the captains. I, I mean, I've missed my captain almost every week. I'm two for two for ten. Is this the eleventh game week now? Yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah. Twelfth. That, that, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the captains have been really hard. So it's hard to really fly or have a big game week. And and I guess that goes back to what what Godin was asking. You know, how do we have consistency? I just don't think you do. You know, you just have to rely on a few really big game weeks throughout the year to try to make those gains. Of course, game week to game week, you still want a green arrow, but it's not going to be big, gigantic half OR having OR jumps, right? It's just un- unrealistic to expect any type of consistency of that level. Um, so just like small gains or small losses are not, it's not a big deal, right? Small greens and small reds, that's fine. Just keep your team close, work on that long term plan. And then hopefully the stars align once every, you know, eight or 10 game weeks. Yeah. Uh, Sean McColl wrote in, can you guys try to come up with a better acronym for VAR? Very average refereeing is the best I can do, but it feels weak. That does feel pretty weak. Uh, Do you have an acronym, Jake, for VAR that you'd prefer? Mm, I'll have to think about that. I think I'm going to come up with it for next game week but actually i mean i think the very average refereeing is at least pretty spot on it's been weird hasn't it i you and i both talked a little bit about var before the season started in our preseason pods and i know that this isn't isn't super fpl specific but we both liked the implementation of var we thought hey this is going to be great you know the, the games will be called uh more correctly and it couldn't be further than from the from the truth could it jake yeah i i don't I don't really understand. I wonder if like the videos that they're watching are really the videos that we're seeing. I don't know. I have no idea. They're just just streaming like YouTube videos. Yeah, like cat YouTube videos. Yeah, it's, it is something else. I, I don't really understand what's going on with it. It's taking forever during the games, which is obnoxious. It should be done way more quickly. Uh, and it, it hasn't really led to more correct calls. There's been a number of calls that have been shown to have been incorrect. Uh, and honestly i'm not really enjoying it i I thought i was really gonna like it so i'll admit that i was wrong there it's not been implemented well i think the idea behind it's great uh the implementation has been poor to say the least have you and i haven't watched a lot of var replays um but have you felt that the offsides at least have been correct because the ones i've seen regarding offsides have been pretty good yeah they've been pretty good i think it's the inconsistency with the penalty calls that has got my goat if you will yeah I agree. I just wanted to confirm that's what it was because those are more subjective and maybe VAR shouldn't even be used for them. I don't know. Oh, that's an interesting, interesting suggestion. I think the idea behind it was if guys were diving, they would they would detect that. Right. Yeah. Or if there was a blatant penalty that the official just couldn't see, they could fix that. Uh, but there have been some blatant penalties that they haven't called. There's, there have been some dives that they've completely missed. It, it's, I don't know. It's kind of obnoxious, but I guess it's it's where we are now, you know, 2019. Yeah. I wonder what they're going to do in the future. Robot referees. Who knows? We can only hope. We can only hope. Uh, let's talk a little bit about our teams, Jake. Uh, why don't you launch us? Uh, the average this week was 53 points. Um, so how did you do compared to that, Jake? Yeah, I had a 74, so good. I had a good game week. Um, another green arrow, which I think it's the first time I've back-to-back green arrowed. Um, I'll just mark, I'll say where I am overall. So overall, I've jumped up now to 200,000, 238,000. Um, I got a lot of points from Lundy, who I actually started, 
And then clean from Chilwell, who I brought in this week, and Trent got me a goal. It's amazing that they still don't have, like, what? how many cleans do they have this year? One? Yeah, he had an assist, though, One just so you know, not a goal. But, yeah. No, two, sorry, two cleans, two cleans this year. And, yes, an assist. And, and bonus is what helped me there. Um, thank you for correcting me. And then Mane, another great game week. Vardy got a goal late in that game. No bones. I was kind of annoyed about that. And then Tammy, uh, Captain Sterling, who got me a solid one pointer. Thank good, you, though. Sterling. You're going to be fucked off for my team. A Sterling performance? Yes. Yes. Actually, it was really funny. Um, I guess go. not This won't be funny. funny. I can guarantee you this won't be funny. Yeah, <laughs> no, go ahead. Deliver it's us not this funny. really funny news, Jake. Here we go. Well, okay. We were talking because we both... <laughs> like, you know, I was chatting <laughs> with talking? Chad. Oh, that is God. hilarious. Oh, my God. So, we good were one. chatting um, Saturday about our game weeks, and we were like, yeah, pretty good. Doing really well. Um who do you have left? And you're like, I have Chilwell. And I was like, yeah, that's I the punchline, right? <sighs> Dang it. All right. All right. All right. I'm I'll, not even. I'll... Your delivery is just bad. That's the problem. Well, this isn't a that's... joke. That's why I took back. I literally took back that this isn't funny. But but it is something that amazed me um, is that I had Chilwell and Vardy. Vardy scores a goal. Chilwell gets a clean. And I moved down 14,000 places because of that Soyonku goal and three uh, bones. Like, that's the kind of year this is, right? Like, can you imagine going into the final day where, like, four teams play? Everton and uh, Spurs have a 1-1 draw, which is, like, a perfect result. And you have a guy who scores a goal and a defender who gets a clean sheet, and you still move down. That, that just blew my mind. I was... Just like, that's crazy. So what was the funny part again? There's no funny part. Gosh, dang. all right. Just tell us about your week. Moving on. It was fun for me. Uh, I didn't have a bad game week, but again, you know, it was like when we were referring to, to Gautam, like my game weeks have just been tiny green arrow, tiny green arrow, tiny green arrow, not really making any progress. So it's been really fun for me. Uh, but 66 total points, which I'm not going to complain about. 1.8 million game week rank uh, and an overall rank green arrow to 970,000. So I've green arrowed now for six weeks in a row, uh, but only moved up um, like about a million total places. So in six more game weeks, I'll be number one in the world at this rate, mm-hmm. which Good. is very, very clearly obvious that that's going to happen. Uh, TAA, Chilwell, and Lundstrom in the back. I did not start Lundstrom. I started Mendy, who played zero minutes, and Lundstrom came off my bench. A really solid midfield outing with De Bruyne, Sterling, Salah, and Mount combining for a total of seven points. Uh, and then, you know, the bright spot for me has been this transfer of, of uh, Raul Jimenez uh, coming in and... In game with nine, getting a goal in nine, getting a goal in 11, uh, and some some bonus points as well for me. Uh, and so I'm, I'm quite happy with, with that pick. He's he's looked good, and I've enjoyed – I've actually watched the last few Wolves games because I'm I'm beginning to kind of enjoy the way that they play. Maybe I didn't I didn't give them enough attention last year. And, um, you know, Nuno is a coach who I, I really like and respect and enjoy – you know, listening to him talk tactics and uh, uh, BTW, by the way, that's what the kids say, Jake. Uh, this mm-hmm. is not FPL related, but a good if you're into football and you like to hear about tactics and uh, kind of coaches perspectives on um, on games or matches. Uh, there's a good YouTube channel called uh, the I think it's called the Coach's Voice. I should probably look it up. huh? Coach's Voice. Uh, I'm going to double check it. YouTube. The coaches voice uh yeah 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 yeah. the coach's voice uh you should check it out it's kind of cool they're just doing some different videos on tactics and and there was one with nuno on there and um you know chris hewton david moyes jose Mourinho, a lot of guys that like aren't working in the prem anymore uh but uh but interesting stuff and they talk tactics so side note um anyways in terms of the game week i'm like all in all pretty happy with it uh, my transfers were to bring in uh, Mendy and Chilwell, 
Um, kind of surprised that Mendy didn't start. Uh, I was quite convinced that he would be getting the start. And now, you know, City have kind of a, a tough run of fixtures um, and was kind of banking on that game. So, so it goes. I'll just have to deal with it now. Um, but, yeah, going forward, I don't really know what I'm doing with my team. I think I'm just going to hold my transfer. Oh, all right. That's interesting. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Oh, okay. All right. Let's do that. Um, let's do, should we do league, league leaderboards here? Sure. Which one do you, uh, do you want me to pull up the PSL? Yeah, you pull up the PSL. I'll pull up league dive here. So, uh, league dive top 10. We've got a bit of movement in the top 10 here. So, uh, two players tied for nine ten. Um, Sir John Lundstrom and climate change FC hashtag awareness, uh, in eighth. Izzy Wizzy, Get One Busy in 7th, Lukewarm FC. 6th, I Know Nothing in 5th, 15 Salas, which doesn't seem fair. Also, your team wouldn't be very good. 4th, Chicken Caesar Sala, another play on on his name. 3rd, uh, Inferno FC. Uh, in 2nd, uh, Tyranians. Tyranians, I think I said that right. I did it wrong last week. And number 1, Return of the Snag, FPL Lewis, holding up the number one spot, uh, having a great game week uh, with 73 points, game week rank of about a million, but an overall of 570 in the world. And so uh, Mr. Lewis is going to owe us uh, everything that he wins. Can't wait. Jake, you want to hit us with the PSL Super League? Yeah. <clears throat> Whoa. Yeah, I went back to fifth grade yeah. there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll do the top four. So in fourth, again, uh, me, minus 80 FPL, plus 80 PSL. Uh, number th- three and moved up past me is uh, Emma, uh, Team Delirious, with a really solid game week score of 81. Uh, number two dropped out of the, the lead, uh, Wild Card Marv, Marvin Andre. And then number one, Matt Frisky, the Coyote Kid. Damn you, he's, Frisky! He's back. Uh, I, I looked at it. I just pulled up his team. He's going with the one striker up top with Tammy, with Father Abraham. Um, and he's going double outside Liverpool backs, which I think is going to work really well for these upcoming runs of games for them after Man City, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should hit as well how the uh, the slot uh, the Slack team did. Uh, Marco doesn't matter, uh, which is hurtful, but you know you do what you got to do. You want to you want to hurt yourself. You want to be that kind of person in your life where you hurt others to build yourself up. Then go ahead. You know that doesn't bother me because sticks Sounds and like stones. You. Sticks and stones, Jake, may break mm-hmm. my bones, but. Words will cause long-term severe mental health problems, and I'll have to see a, a psychiatrist about it. So you probably shouldn't be mean to me. Yeah, that's the way the saying should go. Hashtag mental health awareness. Okay, uh, sixty-seven total points for the Slack community team. Game week rank of one point six mil, and an overall rank up to about eight hundred k, seven hundred ninety k. So beating me, oh, wow. which is frustrating. Yeah, frustrating. Uh, you know, good performances by Vardy, Abraham, Madison, uh, Alexander Arnold, Lundstrom, Captain KDB, uh, and that didn't work out. Uh, Sionku on the bench, unfortunately, with 14 points, which is pretty frustrating for the team. Oh, who decided yeah. on that? Interesting. Jake, you know you can vote. You know that, right? I know. I try not to use my phone at work and when work takes up 16 hours of my day it's it's hard yeah i've so. been voting uh, and i always make sure to vote incorrectly <laughs> so you were like let's put him on the bench yeah yeah i guarantee you that i did it's hilarious i got him they're never gonna beat me ah, 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 ah. <laughs> um so we got to do some jake's mistakes and we haven't had a jake's mistakes song in a while jake yeah uh but i've true. got one today uh kenny mcdowell wrote one a while ago and actually i apologize i completely forgot about it um and he hit me back up and was like dude i spent 16 hours writing this song you need to sing it and i said okay so it's to uh the gambler do you know that song i do not kenny rogers you know 
I do know Kenny Rogers. Yeah, you know the song that goes, "You gotta know when to hold." Oh on. yeah, know I didn't know that was the name of the song. The Gambler. Yeah, yeah, it's a famous song. Jake, wake yeah, up, welcome I mean, to America. Well, I I know it now. Yeah, I apologize. All to... right, so so Kenny wrote this song. It's about your mistakes, uh, and and you're you're one of you and I are the main characters uh, in the song. Okay, I think I'm the one that's I'm I am. Uh, uh, Kenny Rogers Kenny. in the song singing yeah. it. Okay, okay. Uh, if if you're interested in FPL stuff, you need to fast forward about like three minutes, and then this will be done. <laughs> okay, so uh, are you ready, Jake? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm gonna play the YouTube song in the background because I don't really like. I couldn't sing it otherwise. Okay. Okay, so, that's fine. Let me up the volume here. I'm gonna do a little Southern twang. I think. Perfect. On a warm summer's evening, on a train bound to Florida, I met up with a gambler. We were both too tired to sleep, so we took turns of staring on our phones at our teams. The boredom overtook us, and he began to speak. He said, Marco, I've made a life out of reading people's team sheets and knowing who their players were. By the way they held their eyes So if you don't mind my saying I can see you're out of wild cards For a taste of your whiskey I'll give you some advice So I handed him my bottle And he drank down my last swallow Then he bummed a cigarette And asked me for my tip Oh my goodness, and I got deathly quiet, and his face lost all expression, said if you're gonna play the game, boy, you gotta learn to play it right, you gotta know when to roll them, know when to hold them, know when to free hit, and know when to boost, you never count your bonus points when you're bottom of the table. There'll be time enough for counting when the season's done. Yeah, I'm gonna surround sound that tonight for sure. That was pretty good, huh? Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna help me fall asleep later. Can you imagine listening to that before bed <laughs> with surround sound? <laughs> yeah. I'm imagining uh, it right now. I read all the words, but I kinda re I missed the part that it said and asked me for my tip. <laughs> yeah. I, was, like at first, I, I saw at that first one right away. Just, I was waiting. Oh, okay, you were yeah. waiting for that. At first, it was just like two guys, you know, talking FPL, completely yeah. normal. Had a sip of whiskey, you know, had a cigarette, and mm -hmm. then sex, I guess. I don't know. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just two guys, but it's us. So, that's the that's what I think feels a little awkward about it, that it's you and I. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe Kenny knows things that other people don't. 2019 uh that was pretty solid did you make any mistakes this week you had a hell of a week jake uh well the captain again um i also had dinge on the bench against spurs and he got a an assist so he would have uh, been a better play than tamori those, those are kind of my i just can't get the captain right man but who, it's funny we had a guy talking about that that liverpool was the way to go and i just i i, I don't know what to think of sterling i just don't he scores all his goals in like other games. He doesn't score in the Premier League anymore. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I think uh, it isn't. You know, we we did discuss it a little bit. A, a buddy of ours kind of texted us and said, "Hey, this could be this could be a trap game." And it was like, think on was that like on Friday or no? I think it was on Friday. Yeah. Uh, and so we all were kind of looking at it and trying to figure it out. And um, you know, he brought up some interesting stats. I I, uh, I was trying to pull them up. Um, but I'm not seeing them right now. Um, but anyways, uh, it, it was a situation where suddenly I was looking at it and I thought, oh, maybe Salah is actually the way to go. What scared me was this news about Salah's ankle uh, and that he had to, you know, that he had to, to drain it. Um, so, so that got me a little nervous. Here's the stats that he brought up. Um, he said, do you guys think that Southampton game is a trap? Southampton have the fourth best XG against away and are 12th in shots in the box or the fast, 
past five game weeks, which includes the outlier of last week when they got smashed. Uh, Aston Villa have been have given up the most shots in the box over the past five and have the third highest XGA. So maybe Liverpool was kind of his argument. It was an interesting argument. I mean, the Liverpool game did not end up being prolific either, right? No, yeah. It was 2-1 two, two um, for both those games. So Right. I, I, it's hard, though. You know, you, we looked at the matchups and it was just like, well, yeah, Sterling, let's just go with it. And, and once again, uh, was not the way to go. So kind of frustrating. Yeah. I don't. I just. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it. Okay. It's going to be my answer right. for everything. Just kind of frustrating, or we'll talk about well, it. Both. Just kind of frustrating. Well, you certainly do add a lot to this pod, Jake. I got to say thanks to you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. That's why I'm the co-host of the year. Did you notice that I was being facetious when I said no, that? No, I didn't. I didn't pick up on that. That's my. That's you know again mistake by me. Jake's mistakes. Jake's mistakes. Uh, let's take a short break. When we come back, we've got questions specific to this game week stay tuned welcome back to the second half of the pod if you want jake to eat more olives please support our patreon uh, you can support it on twitter on our website at divefpl or on patreon.com the art of the dive uh, we we really appreciate it. It helps cover Jake's olive addiction. All sorts of different olives. Big olives, small olives, green olives, black olives, stuffed olives. Any type, any type and kind that you can think of, Jake eats them, guzzles them down, and we need money to pay for that. In the eyes of an angel, And so the the imagery that you should be imagining is like Jake homeless and like shirtless and just shoveling olives in his mouth. He's dirty. Uh yeah. he's shoveling olives in his mouth while I'm That's singing exactly that song. what I pictured with like yeah. a dog by me. Yeah, so. right. Like a mangy dog. <laughs> yeah. You can't uh, even treat him because you don't have a veterinary office to work in. Yeah. Damn, Jake. Um, let's get into the game week, Jake. Uh, Thomas Bracken wrote in and, and he says, same as always, is now the time to go from Sala to Mane. Uh, we have a lot of Sala Mane questions. Mario says, what are the, the stats saying about Sala versus Mane for the upcoming run? Sean number one says, do Sala owners make the move to Mane uh, or not bother now that there's only 0.4 difference? Robert Hunt says, with Liverpool's good fixture run from game week 13 and sterling one yellow card away from suspension is it worth swapping sterling to sala to triple up with Mane and taa or getting robertson instead uh, or neither given sala's form and liverpool lack of clean sheets so a lot of questions about sala jake and i'm on sala you're on Mane. uh you made that move a, a while ago right was that your yeah, wild, I'm card? My wild card mm-hmm. okay so you decided to go with a at that time a pretty a, a cheaper option for sure uh, the underlying stats then and still now point a little bit more towards Sala, but the points have been Mane's, in Mane's favor, certainly. Um, what are your thoughts on it, Jake? Uh, you know, I still think these two guys are like bound to be pretty close to equal by the end of the year. If I had to guess, I still think Sala, you know, best Mane by a little bit. Um, and I completely agree. Like the stats back sala more so it, it's hard for me to suggest switching but i am a little bit worried about the whole ankle thing he played 64 minutes today or excuse me he played um only 64 minutes and then he played today in champions league and i just don't understand exactly why it's very um, confusing Mane yeah. came off the bench too um but yeah i just don't, i don't understand why klopp didn't rest him in that game i guess he you know he doesn't care yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, right? Why? Why was Mane on the bench? Unless there's an injury that we don't know about. But then Mane came on in the match today, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. So it doesn't. Yep, it really on. makes no sense. Um, you know, Salah's dealing with this this bloated ankle that they're having to drain. Um, you know, he's got fluid build up. Uh, I, I don't know how serious it is. Apparently, not that serious if he's able to play. But I will say, you know, let's talk a little eye test for some fun. You know, I watched a little bit of the match today. I watched some of the match on the weekend. Um, he looks just just is bereft of ideas. Is that the right use of that word? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah I mean, it really is. It's like, it's like he doesn't know what to do when he's on the ball except try to just go kick the ball in the goal. 
it's really it, it, there's nothing creative about his play. Uh, I, I haven't hardly seen him combine. I know that he he assisted Oxley Chamberlain um, in the goal today. It was a great finish, but it was kind of in a tight area and good feet. But but other than that, there wasn't one moment really in the time that I watched where I thought, wow, you know, he looks really dangerous. He's causing lots of trouble for that back line. And the other thing is, he doesn't look to me super explosive. Uh, last year and the year before when he had pretty big seasons, especially two years back, it looked like he just was walking past players constantly. Uh, mm. Whereas when I watch him now, I don't I don't know. It doesn't seem like he ever beats guys and ever creates open lanes to get good shots off. He, I don't know if players are keen in on him more or if it's the tactics that Liverpool are lining up with. I'm not really sure, but it doesn't look as dangerous as he has in the years past. That said, Jake, I do agree with you. I think that Salah probably will edge Mane by a slight amount. And at this point, I stand by what we said last week. The The value of the two players is so close. I don't see it being, uh, I see it as a lateral move, I guess. Yeah, it's a lateral move. So it's it's kind of, I just don't, I don't love it. There's got to be other things still to do unless we're all having good game or good game weeks and, you know, tops of the table. And I just feel like that's not the case. You know, they're just different I, players, too. It's really hard to compare them. You know, they're completely different. Like Sala just, like you said, has better underlying stats because he always seems to be in that position more where like he's not as clinical as Mane. So Mane just tends to finish a little bit more frequently. Um, yeah, much I better also- player out of the air as well. So. Yeah, and Mane tends to be, when he scores his goals, he's often like into goal, right? He's 1v1 mm-hmm. with the goalkeeper or he's 1v1 with defender. Salah's often, when he's dribbling, having to take on three players or something like that, right? Or he's he's against a, a fullback with a central back in a good cover position. So, if he does beat the first guy, the second steps to to cover him. So, I don't know. I I would not make the move personally. I, I I think I have other things, fires to put out on my team. But um, but if you have a free transfer, it's not a terrible move. What, what do you think about going to Sterling to like Mane if you have Sala? Yeah, it's a good question. And, and uh, you know, we've got a couple questions that kind of revolved around that. Um, and so maybe we should just kind of hit them now. Jamie Doff said, okay. at the start of the season, I felt both Sala and Sterling would be in my team all season. I've already sold Sala three game weeks ago and now selling Sterling as a consideration. Um, you know, Marvin said, is Sterling worth the money since we can never get captain returns for uh, from him? Um, you know, a couple of people, I think we might have a question here as well about that straight up swap of, of Sterling to Mane. It's interesting because I only have two, uh, only two defenders for the, uh, or uh, excuse me, two Liverpool players. So I could do Sterling uh, to Mane with these upcoming good fixtures. Uh, it's definitely something I'm considering. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm unfortunately in a bad boat because I can't go Sterling to Salah based on price difference. So I'm going to have to figure out something else. But I, I do think, um, was it Robert? He he hits it on the head because one Sterling, like the whole five yellow cards, you know, you could wait till that happens and make the switch. But the other thing is he's just not captainable this season. I never mm-hmm. know when he's going to do well and when he's not. It's so strange. And I also am worried about like rest, you know, just in general with Pep. Well, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's always Yeah, I mean, thing. like, why not just yeah. go for like a middle priced player that's not going to get rested at all? Right. I don't know. I could see that. Um, let's talk about your favorite team in the Prem this year. Uh, oh, yeah. FPLDC is Triple Lester Essential now. Currently have Soy Boy and Vardy, plus a mid of Mane, Sterling, KDB, Mount, and Cuntwell. Huh. Must be a misprint. Uh, in a 3-5-2 formation. We'll need to sacrifice Rash, which I brought in last gaming for minus four to enable those moves. Would you do it? Uh, mm. And then he said, please tell me that Jake benched both Lord Lundstrom and Soyboy and feeling miserable about his pathetic life. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, I didn't. I don't have Soyboy. Um, it's a great question. I think one that needs to be asked of everybody at this time. I, I like the triple Lester. Um, they still have a great run of fixtures. I like Matto a lot, um, especially we have to get a little bit more info on Mount. Um, he may have been injured today. 
Um, so, you know, again, two, two players at a really similar price, somewhat similar stats. I, I think Mount's underlying stats are a little bit better. And I think Chelsea are a little bit better attacking than Leicester, but Maddo does a lot for his team as well. I think they're the a lot qu- better. Let's be clear. They're a lot better at attacking than Leicester. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, Yes. I will say yes. I think it's yes. a. I think Leicester's a little bit scrutinized because they've played a very tough schedule so far this season and have done well. Um, that that's my like kind of stipulation, and everyone's like, "Oh, they put all these goals in on Southampton." Well, you know what? They still scored them, and Southampton. Granted, they got a red card in that game, but they just held Man City to two goals. Southampton aren't a terrible team. Um, so by that math. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Lester doing that. Basic, Lester should average 20 goals a game. Yeah, I mean... Simple. Sure. Sure. Um, but the other question is, do you go with, like, double Lester defense? Um, they've they've defensively been good. I, I still think Maddo is the way to go. I would actually consider doing that. If you want to try to make up ground, I think that's a hit that, that like, is a big enough swing um, and will, you know, give you a little bit of an advantage. Who's so that? I like getting it. Maddo in? Yeah, I'd be getting Maddo in. I I, yeah. I like it. All right. Do it. Do it now. Jake says so, and Jake's never wrong. Uh Native American Drake Drake. Oh, here's the questions about Sterling that I knew existed. I just couldn't find them. Wrote in. Dropping Sterling till game week eighteen and bringing in Dilva, Rabo, and Vardy as replacements. Question mark. Uh well, General Zod said Sterling to who? So we've got some yeah, some some questions here. How do you maneuver Sterling around? You know, it is true. Sterling's been unpredictable, I guess. Is that the word that we should use? Yeah, and he hasn't. I mean, honestly, since his first game week, he hasn't been spectacular. He's ticked a few goals and assists. He hasn't gotten two returns in any game since then. So that's 10 game weeks now where he's gotten no more than one one return. Yeah. He, it's uh, his price. That's not terrible. It's the price right. that you're paying for him. Right. So. His expected goals right now is 6.73. He's on seven. His expected assists is 4.16, and he's on one. Um, so you got to figure that, the you know, there's probably some assists in his future. He's getting into dangerous areas, at least. Um, expected assists per 90 of, of 0.42 and a key passes per 90 of, of 2.32, which are both quite promising in terms of, of numbers. Um, I, yeah, I, I look at him and I see... If I measure him straight up versus Mane, I think that there's probably less goals to be had in the in City's next few games. Liverpool away, Chelsea home, Newcastle away, Burnley away, United at home. You know, I, Arsenal away is not a scary game to me. But the thing that's hard about City is I don't know that there is a bad fixture for them in terms of their ability to score goals. Sterling's been a little confusing and... When Mendy's in the side, it does seem, you know, people have been saying that if you look at the heat maps, and I have looked a little bit, when Mendy's in the side, Sterling is pushed a little bit more central. And when he's not, Sterling tends to be further out on the wing. I don't know if it's just the the natural width that Mendy creates being being left-footed uh, or what mm-hmm. exactly. But, but it does make it, it, it makes Sterling less dangerous, puts him in less dangerous areas, gives him less clear-cut chances to score when he's playing a little bit wider there. Yeah. Yeah. I But I mean the other aspect too is after this game week, are you just gonna be captaining Liverpool players and then what's the point of having Sterling? That's the question. Right. Like right. how much That's are you a, gonna captain him? Yeah. Um he plays away to Liverpool, so probably no. Home Chelsea, eh. You know, and then two okay fixtures and then home Man United and away Arsenal. It's just like, I don't know. I don't know how much I'm going to captain him. And then we're to game week 18 there. Yeah, and you do begin to say that then. If you're not going to captain him and he's at that price, should you have him in your squad? Yeah. Probably Um, not. I will will say, Native American Drake, you may want to stay away from Dilva. That's an injury concern. I mean, he may have written that before, but I'll just say it for people who are considering him. Um, Maybe we should talk a little bit about you know, players that we would move Sterling to. We already mentioned Mane, um, which I like as well. But if you already have Mane, who are you interested in? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I guess I would consider, I'd consider Maddo. 
Uh, I know that there's been some concerns that he's playing a little bit deeper in their current current formation, uh, but his his underlying stats have been have been quite decent. Uh, I think mostly because he's on free kicks and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's he's got a shots per ninety of three and a key pass per ninety of two point one five. His expected stats aren't great. Uh, 2.22 and 1.5 for expected goals and expected assists. Uh, but nobody on Leicester's team has very high expected numbers, especially for goals, with the exception of uh, Vardy. And so Madison would be the next person I'd look to because of that free kick ability. Do you think otherwise? Yeah, no, I, I, I like Maddo. The other interesting thing that, you know, a few of our friends who all play FPL brought up is Pulisic. And his stats far surpass Maddo and Mount um, per 90 minutes played. But I'm just really hesitant because I don't know how much rotation Lampard is going to do with him. But, I, you know, if, if you told me Pulisic was going to be playing at least like 75 minutes a game in the EPL, I would probably go Pulisic. I don't know yeah, it's interesting. It. Well, interesting with with Mount now getting hurt, right? We'll have to see yeah. what he he limped off at the end in their match. Um, I know that they weren't always playing the exact same position, but one thing that Frank was liking to do was playing Mount in the midfield three, kind of behind the mm-hmm. attacking three, and then maybe he'd make some substitutions, and Mount might end up in that attacking three at some point. So I do think that there's yeah. some sort of competition uh, for minutes there. Pusic is an interesting player. I've been quite critical of him just because I hate that all American fans jerk him off all the time. That makes me uncomfortable uh, how much they love him. And he's 21 years old or or 20 years old or whatever. And, uh, you know, hasn't necessarily proved himself yet. And uh, I think that sometimes we in America set our expectations way too high uh, for for (laughs) some of our young players. And um, but that said, yeah, yeah, he's been bright like in the last few games is the first time that I've watched him. Since his days, uh, maybe two years ago almost, like at Dortmund, uh, you know, last year not so much, but the year before that maybe, where where he looked aggressive and he and he looked bright and uh, he was penetrating often and and uh, taking guys on at the right times, not just randomly taking guys on through the middle of the pitch and getting his pocket picked and losing the ball. Uh, and so, um, yeah, I think he's an interesting player. Expected goals per 90 of 0.48, which is quite high. And an expected assist per 90 of 0.32. Now, his minutes are pretty low. He's sub 500 minutes right now. But uh, I think a player that, like you said, Jake, if he's given the time and, and, and the minutes, he's going to be uh, very dangerous. He's down to 7.3 and his ownership is, is under 8 right now. Uh, yeah. and so he could be a great differential too. And the fixtures are, are okay for Chelsea. They're not great. You know, City in, in 13, but... But uh, Crystal Palace in 12, West Ham in 14, Villa at home in 15, Everton in 16, Bournemouth in 17. And, and they've scored a lot of goals. They've been pretty good as a team. So, Yeah. Though, though I don't want to dwell on Pulisic too long, but I had an interesting chat with a Chelsea fan. Um, and, you know, he's probably the most reasonable Chelsea fan I've ever talked to. Um, he kind of had the same feeling as you did toward Pulisic, and he's American but was living in London. Um, and he basically brought up some interesting information, and I, I, you know, I haven't researched it yet, but I just believed him, which I usually don't do. He just, you know, sounded smart, so I believed him. Um, Done. Pulisic, yeah, Pulisic has apparently been playing so so many minutes for both. Um, you know, his fellow country USA and then his, his league sides. Um, and then he kept having these injury problems and always would come back immediately after. So, you know, is him, is he a better player now because Lampard actually rested him when, while he was healthy and let him fully heal? Like, has that been the issue that he was just dealing with injuries? And I don't think anyone's ever going to know that, but it's just something to consider. Um, that maybe Lampard actually was just resting him so that he came back more more at 100% rather than like 80 to 90%. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. The only other player, too, I want to mention is Son. Do you, I mean, thoughts on Son? I haven't watched Spurs because they've just been so poor. And he's he's expensive, but he's not, you know, he's 9.6, you know, but yeah, he, it's pretty high. he's good. He's, he's a good player. 
Yeah, uh, I I cannot Not endorse him. Given given okay. just, I love him as a player. Yeah, I love that he breaks guys' legs. Like that's cool. <laughs> you know, he's over here like, bam, nailed it, broke his leg in half. Right, like. It yeah. was not good. Like it was, it was pretty bad. Uh, but he did cry afterwards, uh, and so um, that means that it wasn't a red card. So they took that away, which was really nice. Um, yeah. Anyways, he is one of my favorite players in the Premier League. I've been on record saying that. Uh, I'm, you know, I feel bad for what happened this game week. They've they've pulled that. They've rescinded that red card. He won't be. He won't suffer a ban. I would guess that will affect him very strong mentally. Um, going forward here, especially for a player who's such high work rate and like that's how he works, right? Like he just covers lots of ground. He um, hasn't expected goals, Jake, of 1.7 right now. Yeah. And an expected assist assist of uh, 1.17. Yeah. Um, it not worries me. It's just yeah, like, what, Spurs hap- are just what bad. happened to Spurs? What I, happened? Well, it's, I mean, I think that, you know, without getting too far off like the FPL here, you know, Spurs have been like this. The truth is they've been like this the last four years. They've played the exact same way. And everyone's like, well, they made a Champions League final last year. The reason was, was because Poch has been overplaying his players for years. Uh, and now you finally see it, right? Kane is broken permanently. Uh, Ali is, has been hurt the entire preseason. Sun has had tr- trouble with fitness. There, there's problems. They're holding midfielders have been hurt all year. Uh, so Poch has been doing this since for the last four years, and it's finally catching up to them. And the other thing is his football. I like Pochettino as a manager and his disposition, the way he carries himself. His football is mundane. I will just go ahead and yeah. say that. It, it's yeah. side-to-side horizontal football with zero penetration, and teams just sit back and walk back and forth across the pitch like, hey, cool, thanks. You know. So I know that we're getting a little off topic um, in terms of FPL, but the FPL implications are are quite serious. You know, we we do have a question here as well from um, from from Garf, who said, probably missed the boat on, no, you didn't, Garf, you got your question in. And he says, uh, but with typical template emerging, I'm thinking Alley for some differential points. Uh, what are you guys going to do to mix it up? You know, I don't know that I can endorse Alley either. I, you know, he's, he's, I know he's very limited minutes, but Spurs have not looked like a team that are ever going to score many goals ever again. Uh, and so I just don't see it. Uh, yeah. we've talked a little bit about some differentials moving Sterling. That gives some things. Are there any other things on your mind, Jake, that you want to do to hashtag mix it up? No, I think Pulisic is where I'm leaning. Um, and I like Matto too. I think he's a little bit, he has a lower ceiling, but a little bit like higher floor. Yeah. How did you like my rant on Spurs? It was, it was all true. And, you know, I like that you use, you know, big words like mundane and penetration. Enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mundane and penetration those are two that you could put together yeah don't know how but yeah you did <laughs> i figured out how to get him into a sentence um fpl virgin who apparently is now going as sean number two oh, never gonna be sean good. number one am i right nope yeah nobody can should we bench lundstrom when he has difficult fixtures uh is he a set and forget a two point uh said, should we permanently captain John Lundstrom? <laughs> FPL Blonde says, I can only have three uh, Sheffield United <laughs> players in my team. Lord Lundstrom is a given. Who else would you advise? I mean, look at those upcoming fixtures. They have been good. Uh, you said it yeah, the other but- week, didn't you? Like last week or the week before, you're like, I want 12 Sheffield United players. Yeah. Um, Why are you giggling over there? No, I just love the the Lundstrom love. I just can't imagine captaining him every week, but like I'd probably be doing better have have I actually been doing that. That's the ridiculous yeah, part of the he's season. Had, he's had uh he's had hauls of 21, 12 and 14 this year. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Um well, another player that we we kind of like glanced over him because I was like I don't know what to make of him yet, but uh Muset uh, he's got three goals and three assists. I think he had three assists in this last game um, that they played. Yeah, he did. If you're going to go with another Sheffield United player, yeah, straight in. I mean, he's kind of like an Ings to me. Like, he's a cheap forward who, you know, he for for only playing eight appearances and only playing 260 minutes, he's got some some fantastic stats. His, you know, what we say for like XG90 and... um. 
XA90, 0.64 and 0.43. Yeah, that's um, good. It's very good. Yeah. So, yeah, I think if you want to free up funds, do that with your third striker I, or maybe even your second striker, depending on how you what, what the rest of your team looks like. I wouldn't go with three. I mean, I guess Henderson's been good. That would be my other shout for for them, but or, yeah. or like a double double up in defense. Yeah, yeah. So just feels a little risky, but risque indeed, risque indeed. Uh, all right, we've got a handful more questions, and our pod's running a little long, so we got to do speed, fast speed versions round. of these. Are you ready? Yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, Pope alternatives, Jake. Do you have any? Ooh, um, I have. I got it. Sorry, I can't even think of goalkeepers right now. Um, I'd say Ryan. You could consider Ryan um, yeah. after their crappy fixtures in fifteen. Um, you know Henderson. You could yeah. go. You, you could go Henderson? there. Yeah, you could go yeah. that way. Yeah, I mean, right now a, a solid defensive team with like pretty good fixtures for like five six game weeks again is schmeichel but you got to pay a little bit more so i don't love it so yeah i i agree with those um is, is bournemouth for real right like ramsdale now he's all of a sudden three cleans in a row best probably best not defensive right? team in the, in the league right there <laughs> yeah best defensive team all right uh fantasy guy wrote in arsenal fixtures looking enticing from gaming 13 <laughs> onwards question mark uh just please stay and they're not even that enticing are they i mean Question answered. Toby Wan Kenobi writes in, uh, it seems there's no seven mil and below mid with good fixtures, excluding Leicester and Chelsea players. Uh, and most of us are already doubled on them. Am I right or am I just missing something? Asking because I'm looking for a long-term fifth mid replacement. Uh, ooh. Uh, ooh that that's might a t- take. Yeah, it's a tough question. Um, around seven... Uh, there's not really a lot of other. I mean, we said Pulisic, and he already mentioned Chelsea, right? Yeah. Um, well, he's, what he's, are you? Yeah. What are your thoughts yeah. on on McGinn from uh, from Villa? I would have to look at some underlying stats, but he does tend to just tick along. But I just I don't really see why you would pay for that. Maybe James for Man United. Yeah, um, I like that. I like James. That's a good shout. That's like the best I can do, but I, I still think, you know, there's there's better options. So yeah, I agree. There's not there's not a lot. We're starting to form a little bit more of a template, you know. I hate that word. Kenny McDowell writes in uh, with Bournemouth good form. Should I play Rico away versus Newcastle or bring in a Leicester mid for Kane Doozy and bench Rico? I think you got to get Rico out there, bro. He's yeah, been, dude, he's been good, man. He's literally been destroying my team one week at a time. And he's looked good in matches too. Like yeah, statistically, he's, he's been points. pretty good, but yeah. he's looking strong in matches. As he earlier in the year when I watched him play, I was really concerned about him as a defender. I thought, wow, this guy's in over his head. He he's not. He does, his speed of play is too low. He recovers poorly. He dives in a lot, but he's really looking better now. Bournemouth, yeah. yeah. Eddie Howe, known to be a defensive coach, as we all know. You yeah. Know? Well, it's working <laughs> desperately, so far. Desperately seeking Dusan writes in. Uh, Colm Hudson Adoy uh, has bench blocked me for the second week in a row. 13 this week and eight last is CHO to bench blocking what Jake surely is to cock blocking. Uh, I bet Jake did this all the time in college. I can imagine it now. He has a, a scenario. Uh, it goes like this. I guess we should read it. Uh, Marco says, hey, how you doing? Let me get you a drink. I think I'm talking to a woman. Uh, the mm-hmm. girl smiles. Jake appears out of nowhere. Jake. And then it says in Jake voice. Hello. Have you ever considered the tax implications of moving to Florida and how much you could save per annum? Okay. Three things. I know we got to keep going, but you wouldn't have talked like a girl like this. To, like that um, I would have been two, like hey how you doing hey two if I would have said that in college I would have had way more ladies do son so that you know I wish I was that smart back then that's uh, true th- you know how women love your ability to understand the tax system very complicated here in America 
Yeah, it is very complicated. And three, why does everyone think that I cock blocked you in college? Isn't that like the fourth question we've had on that in like this this year already? Yeah, it's true. I don't I don't know that you ever did. So yeah. I, normally yeah. I would say I'd be, this would be a great opportunity for me to be like, Jake sucks. But nope, I don't I don't yeah. think so. Great podcast co-host and and even no, better. I didn't say that. Didn't friend. say either of those. Stop. Didn't say. Didn't say either of those things. Uh, <laughs> Captain shouts, uh, FPL Virgin, who's now going as Sean number two. As the, op- the obvious captain choice, never F word, he says. I'm not going to say that on our podcast, Sean number two. Never F word delivers, much like Jake under the bed sheets in, in, in uh, uh, wow, that's hurtful. Okay, should we just yeah. go rogue on the armband and captain some more punty options? Yes, differentials, man. Um, but I'm a little bit hurt, Sean number two. This is why you're always how would, be Sean how number would, two to me. How would a virgin, FPL virgin, know that you are underperforming yeah. in the bed sheets? Yeah, that's a great question. First time uh, I've ever stood up for you on the pod. Yeah, I appreciate it. I mean, we all know you're underperforming, but, you know, how would the yeah. virgin know? How would know? he know? Yeah, right. fair. I don't know, Jake. What do you think? I, I, I'm, I'm not going to start advocating for going rogue, right? But... Uh, cause to me, like going rogues, like I'm captaining my goalkeeper or something stupid like that. Um, well, yeah, that's a little rogue, but it, it is true. We talked about it a hundred times already. I mean, the traditional picks have not been, been working this week's interesting because you have the, the yeah. two teams that everyone's been captaining in Liverpool and city playing one another. And so you, you do begin to wonder what's the best option, um, I don't know what the best option is. I wish I could pretend like I did. Father Abraham's an interesting one against uh, against yeah. uh, Crystal Palace. And Jimenez against Aston Villa at home is an interesting one. Uh, who does Vardy have? Uh, he has uh, home arsenal. So, he's yeah. got the triple captain armband for me right yeah, now. that could be a good pick. Good pick. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I mean, I think taking you know some punty options could be good at this point, especially if your OR is not great, and that's kind of how I'm feeling. I need to start picking, not necessarily against the grain completely, but just you know captains that maybe uh, aren't as commonly picked. Yeah, I, I like to use the tools that kind of like project points and they've just been like the top one or two guys have usually just been disappointing. And it's actually more like the third or fourth guys down that have been like clicking like that was a, that was like Mane this week or right. um, Abraham. You know, yeah. every time that Abraham's the top guy and I go with him, he doesn't do well. But when he's farther down, he does fantastic. I don't I don't know. Hmm. So. Huh. Um. What are you going to do this week with your team, Jake? Do you already have plans or did you already make a transfer? No. So that's that's the thing. I, I, I do want to get Sterling out of my team. The other option is to get Dinge out of my team just because Everton have been so bad and free up funds. But they have Southampton Norwich. So I kind of want to wait till they, they have a brutal run. Um, game week 14 through the 18th, they play all top six sides. Um, so, you know, I think Sterling maybe this week is the the better option to get rid of. Um, but it's just like, I don't, I don't quite know where to go with him at this time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not really sure either. I, I'm kind of looking at it right now. Um, I might hold this week and then double next week, like move Sterling and then move that money around too. Um, yeah, I'm not, that's I'm not fair. Sure. I, I'm, I'm on the... My team is set up where it makes more sense for me to hold next week. Um, I just uh, don't like having four Man City and Liverpool players starting. Um, I feel like it's going to be a lower scoring game. But I don't, you know, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that game? Yeah, probably. I think lower scoring early in the year here. Okay. Um, so, um, okay. So follow us on Twitter at DiveFPL, Instagram, The Art of the Dive, online, DiveFPL.com. You can download our podcast anywhere and everywhere, and you should do that. Do it. Listen to it. Share it with your friends because they want to hear and be part of our community. A couple questions here to end the pod, Jake. Native American Drake wrote in, if you both could have dinner with anyone past or present, who would you pick? That's a good question. You want to take that first or should I? Uh, I guess I'd take it. I mean, it's an easy one for me, you know, like I'd, I'd take, I'd take a dinner with my father. Yeah. Yeah. That's who I'd take. I think that's a good one for me, you know? How about for you? That is a good, good answer. Um, 
man. You know, I <sighs> say Vardy. Just say it. Just say Vardy. Vardy. Yeah, yeah. Jamie Vardy would be would be fun. <laughs> Can you imagine um, like what dinner with Vardy would actually be like? Yeah, I don't know. I, Jake, 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 Harry Potter, Jake, <laughs> chug this bottle of port right here. Yeah, yeah, chug it, chug it, chug it, chug it, chug it. All right, let's go play football. Yeah, that's what it's, I imagine the tough. entire dinner I, to be. I think um, there's like two different ways to answer that question. Like, one, do you want to have like a more like fun dinner um, or do you want to have like a more like informative dinner? So, like, to me, you know, like fun dinner would be like maybe like a comedian his or but like if I if I wanted to be like to be more informative, I probably would choose like a maybe like Link Lincoln would be an interesting one for me, like Abraham Lincoln. Okay, that was the most boring pick I've ever heard. Emma, yeah, it's pretty boring. Uh, why did you become friends, and what do you like most about each other? Was it Jake's voice, Marco? As you seem to find it mesmerizing. Hmm. Origin stories for the podcast. Jake and I became friends in college. We were roommates freshman year. We didn't really like each other at first. We both played on the the collegiate football team together, mm-hmm. and uh, we didn't we didn't really get along well early, and grew to appreciate each other's company over time. And then we lived together all through college, right, Jake? Yep, all That's, true. Yeah, that's the oh also it helped that we were we were both of the same study, right? We both yeah. we saw we both, each other all the time. Yeah, <laughs> really. Like we woke up in the morning in the same room, went to class together, uh, went to football practice together, came home, went to bed together. So it was uh, a lot of time together. I, I don't know. Maybe that's why we became friends. Yeah. Um, we were forced to. Yeah, did never never had a choice. Never had a choice. All right, Jake, I think it's probably time to go, huh? Yeah, let's go. All right, let's get out of here. I'm Marco. And I'm Jake. And remember, you should dive. Dive.